Don't Cause a Ruckus is a completely fan-produced show of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment network. The first ever open-source professional sports league controlled entirely by you, the fans. If you'd like to watch live, tune into our Twitch, YouTube, or social media channels every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, it's time for Don't Cause a Ruckus with AJ Kaw and Jose Ruckus. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Don't Cause a Ruckus. I am your host, Jose Ruckus, joining me as always, my good friend and arch enemy, AJ Ka. AJ, how you doing, man? It's been a couple weeks. AJ, I can't hear you. There it is. Yeah, Better? There it is. It. Yeah, I didn't... there it is. Yeah. That's on me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not feeling great, honestly. I, I've been better. Mm. Sports world, sports gods did not smile kindly on my, my teams, as they rarely, if ever, do. So. Yeah, man, that's t- that, that's the hard life of a sports fan, man. Um, for a lot of us, you know, the ones who don't root for the big franchises, it feels like more often than not we're, you know, getting kicked. Yep, yep, pretty much. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you didn't know... Don't Cause a Ruckus is a sports show that doesn't just stick to sports. We cover everything under the pop culture sun. You can catch it live over on twitch.tv slash sports every Wednesday, 6 o'clock p.m. Just like, ooh, who do we got in the chat here? Ruthless Cutie. Always love to see Ruthless out here. Join us live in chat, man, anytime, 6 p.m. Wednesdays. If you can't be here live, you can check the show out over on YouTube, youtube.com slash sports or on the podcast services. Just look up the uh, Fan Control Sports podcast feed. But we got a big show today. Don't forget the podcast, too. Yeah, We got podcasts, man. Yeah, got to be on the podcast. Uh, We got a a real big show today, man, because, like, we just got done. uh, The World Cup semifinals just wrapped up today. I don't know if you watched it. I got to check it out for a little bit. Uh, France versus Morocco. Man, I actually thought it was a really, really entertaining game, even though France... On the scoreboard, it really looks like France dominated. They won 2-0, but um, I actually thought the game was really competitive and really, really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, Morocco's been that team, that Cinderella team this year, and it's been fun to watch, honestly. I really enjoyed it as much as I I did not enjoy watching them beat Portugal. Uh, (laughs) You know... It was nice to see it to somebody who no one expected. They came at it with a different strategy that all the other teams did. And a lot of the other teams came very attack-heavy, attack-focused. And, um, yeah, we – the Moroccan team, we like, Portugal was not prepared for just defensive no. squad that was they there. They were was a, so fast on those counterattacks, man, and just so well defensive. Like, they, they really – they kind of messed Portugal up. Yeah, they did. All right, but I'm, I'm done talking about it. We'll continue on, but we have something that we got to talk about. We're giving away. We do, before we get into the show. Yeah, we're giving away MLB The Show 22. And and the way we're doing this, I, I didn't really get to discuss with you, Jose. So I, we can do it all. We can discuss this live on the show. But uh, okay. I was thinking for the fan that comes up with the best caption, and goes and posts it on the latest FCF Instagram post. I, I, I don't know which one it is right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. I'm literally doing this live, you guys. You can see it. This is how we do things on Don't Cause Ruckus. We do it live because you know what? Why not? 
you know. Well, I I had an idea. I thought I had a pretty good idea. All right, I what's your thinking, idea? I was thinking, what what do the fans want to hear us debate today? Whoever has the best debate topic, that's that's to, a good uh, one. Us to show down. You get you come up with a really good debate topic: sports, non-sports, whatever you guys want to hear us talk about. We well, see, this favorite. is the beauty of running our show is that we can do whatever. We How can about do whatever we want? best because I, I actually like it it's win or lose he boozes and it's marshawn and uh it's marshawn and johnny manzel talking so i feel like best caption on the instagram post for fcf right now and best topic for us to debate whichever one wows us we will choose to give away mob the show guys so uh that's not too shabby that's a full video game What's the market value? Like sixty bucks? That's a lot yeah. of money and, for and uh, I, I, comedy. I say what I, I've I've played it. Will be the show twenty two. Awesome game. Awesome oh, yeah? game. Good really game? really fun. Yeah. yeah, I love the show, man. I think I think it's so dope. But yeah, thanks to our uh, our friends over at PlayStation, man, for hooking us up with some video game codes to give away. How really cool is that? that? It's like, so dope, man. We can say our friends at PlayStation. Hey, thanks, guys. Our friends at place that does our have a good at, ring to it. It does it? have a nice ring to it. All right. Well, so let's now, get into now our we first can go topic, back, man. Let's get into our first topic because, yeah, the world finals are locked up. Argentina versus the reigning champions, France. Um, let's just do. Let's just go, hop right into predictions, man. Who do you think comes out on top of this one? Argentina or France? Okay. So biases aside, now that Portugal's out, uh, it, it's hard. Messi is uh, he's he's having an amazing campaign. Besides the first loss you know, where they look to fall apart. They've come back. They're, they're, they're looking good, especially that, you know, last game that they played against yeah. Croatia. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's nothing to laugh at. So you got to take them, like, into consideration. But France, to me, the difference is France is a – while Argentina has one superstar, France is a team built on superstars. While they have Mbappe, which is, like, their all-star – you can't laugh at Benzema as a striker over there. He's been in Real Madrid for years. He has that experience. He's the like the the experienced veteran star. And then, uh, oh man, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Uh, there's another guy in the midfield that does really well. I I, I can't put him right there. But what I'm saying well, is, so, so the, I mean, this but this has been the problem with uh, the, the the France team coming into the World Cup. Why a lot of people didn't think they were going to make it far, which is actually they, they've had a lot of injuries to their big name players like. Um, Benzema, I, I believe Benzema has the option to be able to play, but he has not played at the World Cup yet because he's yeah. he's injured. Um, the, but and, if he does I mean, come they in, they have uh, Pogba's out, uh, N'Golo Kante's out, but that really hasn't stopped him. Like the the, the depth of the roster, that's exactly has the really point. shown out in this World Cup. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it it really is making a case. Um, Mbappe is sort of like, I think he's really defined himself as the best player in the world today. Like on, of the, not you know not like of the generations or anything like that, but of, right now, I mean he's leading this this tournament in goals. He's playing incredibly well. He's uh, I mean I don't know if you if you saw it today, but like there was a point in the game where like five Moroccan defenders just swarmed on Mbappe. Yeah, and he just like navigated his way out, kicked the ball out, and they scored a goal. He's playing so incredibly well. But yeah, I mean you're talking about one of the best players of all time versus the best player in the world right now. Like this is, this is a tough matchup. I, I agree with you for the most part. I think France is the better roster overall. Yep. Um, I, they're way deeper. Um, 
but uh france hasn't been incredibly uh well at playing defense in this tournament this is their first clean sheet today that they've had they've given they've conceded goals in every other game besides this one in the semifinals um and the argentina team has been able to put up goals I think this is going to I I think this has the potential to be the rare World Cup final that really is like a, a high shootout. scoring one. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same yeah. way. I think I, it's going to be a I big one. I think we end the half and it's going to be 1-1 at the end of the half. I think it's going to be 2-1. I, I genuinely think Argentina is going to come out hot 2-1 Argentina for the first half and then I think France is going to come back, score two up. Or even it out until the last, like, extra time, the added time. Not even extra time, added time. And then there's going to be some miracle thing that Mbappe does because he's that kind of player. And it's going to be 3-2 France. That's how – that's that's my – 3-2 France? 3-2 France. I, th- I think it's going to be 2-2 and France wins on penalties. I would not want to go to penalties. Neither would Argentina. I. Neither would I. I just wouldn't uh, want to do it. Uh, it's It's – you know, I actually think, like, I mean – the, the criticism of Messi for a lot of his career has been that he's he's not actually that great at penalties. What if this really goes down to it? It goes to penalties, and Messi misses a penalty to win a World Cup. Then, then the question then becomes: Well, is Ronaldo better because he can make penalties? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe like, it does. That I, that's another thing that like I feel like a lot of people haven't paid attention to. Well. Yes, it's great that he's gotten to this point. I feel like this isn't new for Messi. He's gotten close or to this point before in his career, if I'm not wrong. And the difference, though, now he's is... Been to, he's been in multiple finals at the World Cup, I believe. Yeah. The difference is now uh, he has the win for his national team under his belt. Well, it's not the World Cup, but he's got the Copa America. It feels like up until like the last two to three years... He's had this wall where he can't win for Argentina. And he's broken through that wall. So let's see if he can break mm-hmm. through it on the biggest stage yeah, in the world. I mean, I guess let's just get into the next topic because that's exactly what it's about is what what does this World Cup mean for Messi's legacy as a whole? Like we said, um, you know, he's made it. Argentina with Messi has made it deep into the World Cup before. But this is the first World Cup where Messi has been the the messy that you saw it you know playing in the, at the club level this incredibly talented dominant player scoring goals he really hasn't been that kind of a player in a world cup before world cup he's often you know not not plays this is the first world cup that he scored a goal in the knockout rounds of the tournament yeah. uh so this is uh i think this means a lot for his legacy um in terms of just how he's played at this World Cup, I think this World Cup will, regardless of who wins, if France takes it or not, I think this will be remembered as Messi's World Cup. Just from starting it off with that that loss at the beginning, the way the team galvanized around Messi, and the way that he's played, like I think this is going to be remembered as Messi's World Cup. Uh, I, I, while I agree with you, this is going to be a very Messi-centered World Cup. I think it's his to make or break the storyline behind this World Cup. Because for him, if he doesn't win this, this is the ultimate shame for him, in my opinion. Because he has gotten there so many times and hasn't done it. Not only that, if it, if it does come down to penalties, like you say, it's going to be a bigger criticism against his knock and comparison to Ronaldo. Now, as much as, much as I would love for him to not win it, 
I, I think him winning it is like gonna it, it, it seems inevitable genuinely I feel like Messi's gonna win it because it has the ultimate storyline for him his whole career it just makes sense for it to end on this point. I wish it was against Portugal. I think that would have been better. It would have been a better battle of Titans. But at the same time, like, if he loses this, this is his last World Cup, he said. Yep. This is going to be the in comparison to the other great Maradona who had brought, I think, several World Cups back to... Oh, was oh, it oh, one? It was just one. Oh, it was just the one. He, he won the, uh, the under-20 World Cup and a couple other big... That's what it was. Like, yeah, that's like, what it was. The under-21, yeah. So to compare him to Maradona, who has won the World Cup for his country, and Messi hasn't, it's just, like I said, I think this is the make or break. They're going to criticize yeah. him. For, they, they, they were criticizing him going into this World Cup ahead of time, saying mm-hmm. that this, this is, you know, if he doesn't do well, it's because he shouldn't be on the team. He's too old. I, 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 like I said, I think... It's going to be a brilliant match. It's going to be great. I've been listening to too many British announcers throughout this time, hearing them say, brilliant move. It's going to be a brilliant match. Uh, but I genuinely, genuinely think it's going to be a shootout. I think Messi has to put on the performance of his lifetime. If he's yeah. still got it in him, I think his team needs to back him up heavily, more so than they ever have before. This French team is something that they haven't seen. It, it's an offensive powerhouse. These both teams are. Yeah. And it's gonna be a great game. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm super. I'm super happy for this. Uh, I'm. I really love the way that this final worked out because I really like both of these teams, and both, um, especially just Mbappe and, and Messi. I love. I love both those guys. We've talked a lot about what this means for Messi's legacy if he loses. If he wins, That's does huge. it end? Does it end the conversation? Messi it does. Ronaldo. It ends it, it. Right. It ends it. Like, and this is coming from a Ronaldo fanboy I, I love Ronaldo I love Cristiano I think he's great I, th- I still think he's the goat when you put CR7 hashtag on Twitter a goat comes up just saying so to me that debate has ended years ago um be- purely just because of like the international goals and all that um but I think this this is the tipping point to me this is is he better than Ronaldo if he loses he's not Ronaldo's better, hands down. If he wins it, he is. And, and that's coming from a Ronaldo fanboy. Like, I, I hate to say it, it puts it away, but it does. Like, I, I, I'm one, I am open to admit when I'm wrong in certain situations. And if he wins this, I, I guess I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll mark that one down. We'll be coming back to this one because, yeah, this, this, this is going to mean a lot. But I'm not why. wrong. He's going to lose. He's going to choke again. Go, friends. I mean, this is a no-lose situation (laughs) for me, right? Because, one, on this show, before the World Cup started, I picked France to win it all. So either I get to be right and France wins it all, or Messi gets to be the GOAT and you have to admit that you were wrong on that. Jose Ruckus wins no matter what happens. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, this is one of the rare occasions when it – I'm I'm down to root for France. I'm down to root for the same team as you. As long as it's not Messi. I think there's a bigger issue here where I just don't want Messi to win just because I want people to know that Ronaldo's better. And I hold that dear in my heart. Ooh, right I, I want to shout this out, comment from the chat, because um, uh, topic idea, expansion of the World Cup, good or bad idea. I like that topic. I think that's a fun one to debate. Maybe we'll all earmark that one down. That might be a winning topic there. All right. Before we get into the next one, we got to intro a guest that was supposed to come on last week. Couldn't make it, but 
I'd like to introduce our next guest for the next couple topics. Nick Slick Nick Williams, guys. Ooh. Slickalus Nicholas Williams. Yeah, what's what's up, what's my man? How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How y'all feeling? Good, feeling good. Great, man. Yeah. It's a weekly occurrence for us. How how is everything going on in the Slick Nicholas household this winter time? How's everything up with you? Give us an update, man. What's going on? How's OTO? What's the future looking like? You go into XFL, you go into USFL, IFL, you think in FCF season three. What are your thought process, man? Because we got to know. This is the place that we got to drop the knowledge. That's crazy. That's crazy that you asked that. Uh, my mom's been everywhere, but like here, you know what I mean? Like all at the same time. Like I've been just kind of really just honing in on like, man, be where your feet are. You know what I'm saying? I get caught up way way too caught up in like man what's next what's next what's next and then like i always get that tap on the shoulder like bro like you know like calm down like you know, let's let's be where we are right now and so like i genuinely been like trying not to like you know i'm not blowing nobody's phone up i'm not like you know, i'm just like let's really really because even when i got in the league i was like dang i miss just like being at the crib and and not not like you know in a selfish way but just like wow i was really available for family or you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I know that comes with it, but uh, it's just like we never grateful. You know, as a human being, you're really never satisfied, truly. So it's like, you know, when I'm in the season, like, dang, I miss off-season recovery. I miss, you know, eating. And then and when I'm here, I'm like, dang, I miss just, you know what I'm saying, crushing somebody did, go and get the turnover chain. So it's like, I think it's interesting, though. But, yeah. No, right I, now, I can't say what's next, though. I totally understand, man. Like, uh, as a musician who quit touring like i miss touring every time i go to a concert i'm like man i wish i was up there and then like when i'm on tour i remember i hated touring i wanted no, to be home no, so it's like real. i get what you're saying it's that weird like you, you got to keep that mentality of like ah, oh, you got to stay in the moment so i i, I get that i appreciate that but all right uh let's see jim can you switch me and nick get me on the bottom perfect all right let's bring the next topic up you can cut me off jim because it's Thursday night football, and we got a topic to talk about. You can just flash it up. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I like being cut off. It's perfect. Keep me like this. <laughs> Thursday night football, we got NFC West rivalry, Seahawks versus 49ers. This rivalry hasn't been as much of a rivalry as it was, say, back around like 2013, 2014. But these teams, they still don't like each other. Uh, Slick, let's go to you first, man. Who's going to win this one, 49ers or Seahawks? I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see. I want to see San Francisco win now. Okay. I'm not a personal fan of either one of those, but I kind of I would like to see San Francisco win now. San Francisco, I think it's it's the obvious pick to. Yeah. They have the best defense in the NFL right now. I don't think yeah. it's really that close. Um, Seattle's been struggling a lot lately. Um, offensive line starting to regress. Their defense, their defense is very very bad. Not stopping the run very well, which is tough when the other team has Christian McCaffrey. So yeah. for me, yeah, I think I I think the 49ers get this one pretty easily. Yeah, but and, what about what about as far as like can I switch this uh just for a second? Like, do you think Russell Wilson was the problem in C in Seattle? I love this because he's a Seahawks fan. <laughs> this, is a fun, this is fun to put him in the hot seat for once. Yes. Yeah, buddy. He, 
it's not so much that he was the problem, him the player, the problem. He he was he was incredible here. Um, you know, we didn't see he's he hasn't been playing very well this season. But while while he was in Seattle, he was still playing well. I think it was more of his mindset, um, him not wanting to um, work in the offensive system that they put around him. When Russell Wilson's on the field, Russell Wilson runs the Russell Wilson offense, right? right. He's not getting the play call in, doing you know exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He's not very good at audibling out of situations and stuff. His game is scrambling, creating something out of nothing when he's down there and stuff. And as his mobility went away, that really you know, it's taken the best the thing that he is the best in the league at. That's no longer there for him. So I do think that Russell Wilson going away has allowed guys like Tyler Lockett, guys like DK Metcalf, um, the the offensive line, having a quarterback who's able to, you know, read a defense better and make adjustments at the line, something Russell Wilson was never really capable of. I do think that's the thing that's made Seattle look a lot better at times this season. Okay. That was a great great answer. That was a very great answer. Thank you. Thank you. AJ, let's get your pick for this game, man. I'm betting it's going to be the 49ers. Actually, I don't think it's going to be the 49ers this week. I I genuinely think that the Seahawks may actually make the upset this week. Why? Even though I've said from the get-go that the 49ers is possibly the best team in the NFL right now, like you said, great defense. And in my opinion, the best offense, because look at what they did. They put who in oh yes a quarterback named purdy in and he did real well guys he's playing pretty good isn't he like the last mr or the first mr insignificant to ever score a touchdown the first time he went into a game yeah so i'm saying that's the 49ers offense but i'm also saying he's hurt jimmy garoppolo's hurt who is gonna be their quarterback coming out of this that's a good question. Not only that, Debo's hurt. They have two, def- three defensive linemen out, uh, a center back out, or a center back that's questionable. Like, that is a ton of people who are hurt. Granted, I think they're pretty much locked into getting into the playoffs at this point. It's not a big deal for them to miss a couple games or two. Maybe it is. That's what I was going off of. Yeah, not to cut you off, but that's what I was going off of. I don't think. It'll be this like blowout that we, you know what I mean? You right. Know, we look a lot of teams look at it, guys like, man, this is an easy one, or they check that one off the list already, and then usually that's where the upset comes in. So that's exactly. Would, that's the mentality that I'm having on this. You think, you think we got a look ahead game here? Yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah. ahead. And yeah. You got to be careful. You got to be careful with those, especially with the guys that he mentioned that are out. You got to be careful with that. You can't just draw yeah. it off. It's like, yeah, easy. You know exactly. I mean? So it's it's like don't do what Portugal did to Morocco. Okay, this don't look at the game ahead. Focus on the game you got going on now. All right, uh, it'll it'll be tough. I would love to see I would love to see uh, Seattle win. I know um, you would. It, it will yeah, it'll sure. really come down to whether or not um, they're able to scheme something to stop the run game that the 49ers have because Seattle's been terrible at stopping the run and. 49ers are really good at it, man. Yeah. They're really good at it. But when you know you clinch your spot, do you do you still play the same? You know what I mean? Do you keep your starters in? Do you? That's a good you point. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a really that's a really we good. No, we got a spot. Should we save our guys? And we like yeah. So I don't know. That's why I say I don't know. Yeah. 
Okay, well, we'll, see. Pull it off, we'll see tomorrow night. We'll see tomorrow night. Uh, AJ, how about you lead this next topic, man? Because I think you know more about this than I do. All right. So I, I wanted to bring this up. This is something that I wanted to talk about. And I, I think Slick is a great person to have on the show to talk about it. Uh, Jim, if you would please put up that next slide when you get a chance. Yeah. So the Falcons made the decision in, during their bye week to change up quarterbacks because Marcus Mariota hasn't been getting it done. He seemed to have a sm- slight injury, maybe one that he could have played through. But the Falcons thought, you know what, let's give him a bench and let's give the rookie a shot. Let's give Ritter a shot. So after this happened, after it was announced that Ritter was going to be the starting QB after their bye week, Marcus Mariota refused to show up to practice. Not only that, he hasn't shown up to Falcons camp since the announcement has been made. Now, I kind of want to get you guys' ideas on it because I think this is absolutely ridiculous for Marcus. I think he's a professional quarterback. He's been benched before. He shouldn't be surprised because the Falcons literally drafted this kid expecting him to take over. A lot of fans have been clamoring for it since the beginning. So I don't understand where Marcus is getting this idea or uh, the gumption, if you will, to get upset about this. I I think it's unprofessional. I think he needs to sit down, collect his paycheck, play the game, and do his best to show up well uh so i don't i don't actually don't think this is like marcus Mariota being like upset about being benched or anything like that uh there's a couple things go into it one he's he's injured um i think there, there's talks about him going onto the ir and getting knee surgery pretty soon so i think that goes into it but i've also heard that he's got a pretty uh recently born kid at home he just got benched. He's been benched before. He might just be looking at things like, you know what? It's over. Might as well go home, be with my family, take care of my kid. I don't fair. think that's all a terrible are, move from a quarterback. Fair. All of that is fair. But there's a way to do that professionally. You come in, you let the people know, you let the franchise know that put the like, franchise in your hands. Hey, I can't show up. These are the situations. You don't just show up. You don't just no-show your job. Slick, give me your thoughts. So I, I feel a lot of different, you know what I mean? Like, I got I got, I got about two or three different gumptions. Uh, but I would say, like, first off, I mean, are you really, really that valuable if we gave you, like, and I'm not saying we like this one I'm a Giants fan, but you know, being an ATL, we offer you 18. You know, it's. I'm not saying we don't value you, but do we value you like somebody that's getting, you know, to to you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I, I just look at it differently. That's just on the on the scale, and you know, it's like we. I feel like they got higher hopes in this rookie than they do in Mar- Marcus Mario. That's just me personally. But um, from Marcus, I feel like from Marcus standpoint, I feel like. It's uh like you said, the kid, we're not gonna act like that don't play a part, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think that's uh that's a huge part. No, you got a job to do, you know what I'm saying? I know what we signed up, or he should know what he signed up for, whatever, whatever. But I mean, I ain't in that locker room, so I don't, you know what I'm saying, I don't know. But I can I can kind of see the point of view from just you know, just off the way that y'all describe it. But yeah, I wouldn't I don't know. I'm not gonna I mean, 
having a kid is fair. I get that. But like I said, man, like you're a professional. All, all I'm going to say is this. Had he not been benched, would has would this have happened? No, it wouldn't have. He wouldn't have like not shown up. If that was the case, that like even if he was still starting quarterback and he wouldn't have shown up, that's a different story. I, I would have understood that. More power to him. Okay. But the fact that this came right afterwards, like I get getting hurt. Sure. It just came out four hours ago that he may get. But still, if he doesn't show up, he's going to go on the waiver wire. It's it's one of those situations where like it's better to go show up, show face. The Falcons would help him and probably pay for his rehab and injury. But it's another one of those things where it's like you got to do it the right way. You can not just show up. But there's better things the, to do. The thing is, he he's he's a career backup now. That's what it is. He's been a backup for multiple seasons. Now he's a backup in Tennessee when they benched him to start Ryan Tannehill. He was a backup at the Raiders. He was only brought to the Falcons because they knew that they were drafting a quarterback and Matt Ryan demanded it, demanded his way out. They just needed somebody to fill the spot. He knew what the situation was going into it. The team knew what the situation was going into it. Nobody has to, nobody has to stand around being like, we were depending on Marcus Mariota because we all know that that's a lie. Then bow out like a professional. That's all I'm asking. If teachers have to do it, if normal everyday citizens have to do it, damn golly, if you're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play football, you should have the decency to go up and be like, guys, I'm out. I'm not mad that he left. I'm not mad about it. I'm mad about the way he did it. That's that's my issue. All right. Before we move on to the next topic, let's do let's talk about our giveaway again because we we, we got to get some more topics in here we got to get some more people on this instagram post so yeah, we're, we're giving away a copy of mlb the show 22 on playstation if you want a chance to win it let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what topic you want us to debate we got one or two good ones here in the chat now but i mean guys it's a free video game like just all you have to do show. is come up with a good topic idea or uh you go and give us a good caption on this Instagram post on the FCF Instagram. Wait, wait, what was that? Yep, okay. I, I've been told, sorry, Freddie, you cannot win this one. You've won two. So producers in the back told me you can't win. Woody, same thing. If you guys have won, you can't win another one. So, new people, get in here. It's a free game. Get in it. Woody the Duck. All <laughs> yeah. right. Slick, get so, in there. You want to? You want MLB the show? Go, go tell us something to debate. <laughs> Well, he uh, plays some games, just not video some games. games. He, he, not video games. There yeah. it is. Okay. Okay. So, uh, re- last couple weeks or so, NFL Rookie of the Year talks have been heating up. There's a couple obvious choices, guys, front runners. The two main front runners for Rookie of the Year, defensive and offense, are both on the New York Jets. Uh, Sauce Gardner defensively, uh, Garrett Wilson offensively. AJ, you made a face like you might not agree with some of these picks, so let's start with you, man. Who do you think deserves the Rookie of the Year? I, I mean, I, I really – it's hard for me. I don't really pay – it's hard for me, especially in the NFL, to, like, really pay attention to all the Rookie of the Years. But I don't like – like I, Sauce Gardner, great, great, great player. But I'm just – I'm just not a – I don't like the Jets. Okay, seeing a bunch of green, that's, seeing that's New York the everywhere. That's, that's the thing that's, that's the that's thing the, makes that. So yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. this. I'm gonna say this. I think Sauce deserves it genuinely, and this is me being unbiased. But 
Kenneth Walker on the Seahawks has had a great year too. Uh, I wouldn't be too too shocked at him. And then, you know, I can't say his name correctly, so so don't get it upset. But they, I have two more. Uh, Chris Olave, I think is his Olave. name. Olave, there it is, on the Saints. He's been putting up numbers that I've been surprised at, especially on a team that's like, like the Saints. They don't have a great quarterback. I don't think their quarterback situation is very set in stone yet either. I think that's a, an issue a lot of teams are having this year. Um, and then Isaiah, and I'm going to get this wrong again, Isaiah Pacheco, I think. Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah, there it is. Pacheco's good. Yeah, my God. Pacheco, he's, he's, he's killing it. And then I'm always going to shout out Drake London, but I don't think he's going to get it. Unless him and, like, Ritter come out of the woodwork and go hand in hand, like, you know, our boys Francois and Jamil will in the XFL. I, if they do that, then maybe he'll come out the like out from behind. But I feel like it's too little, too late. Um, but there's a lot of good, a lot of good rookies. But I, I, I don't like want to say Garrett Pacheco Wilson. a lot. I think it's like especially we've seen for years now. Kansas City's really struggled to have like a running back who can like really make an impact in that offense for some reason. And, and Pacheco's he he seems to have been able to be that fix for them. So I actually like Pacheco as potentially being offensive but i i think garrett wilson's kind of got this rocked up i actually de- defensively i don't totally love sauce gardner as defensive rookie of the year because i think tyreek woolen on the seahawks has just been better uh, he's got more interceptions he's locking down dudes um i it really just comes down to that sauce gardner plays man coverage more and he plays in new york and people like that's the easiest way to evaluate uh, a defensive back is if you can watch him play man coverage and if he's in a big marketplace where you actually watch his games. Fair. That's very fair. <laughs> Slick, you got any thoughts on, on uh, the rookie of the year? Or you mostly agree with us. I, I, I like, I, I, well, I'm going to start off with how I thought the season at the beginning of the season. I had high hopes for Kenny Pickett. I actually had high hopes for um, Traylon Burks as well. And he's just big, bro, like just big. And I'm from Arkansas, you know, so he came from Arkansas, uh, University of Arkansas, then, you know, got picked up at um, the Titans. And I just had high hopes for him, probably because it's an Arkansas thing. But um, above that, though, like, yeah, Pacheco, I wasn't surprised at all. Like, I wasn't surprised. That, like, I forgot where. I was. Just, I think I just tuned in, turned on the game, and I saw him going bizarre. And I was like, okay, who is this dude? Did research, I was like, all right, and then my, my dog looked over like, don't be surprised he messed around and be the uh, rookie of the year. And I was like, yeah, let's not jump that far. But then now seeing him go crazy like he's doing now, it is like, it's, I'm now kind of not shocked anymore. But yeah. Um, this has been a really, really talented really class. Has, it really has. And I, I kind of feel like AJ too, like, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't hate the Jets at all. Um, but I have been seeing the Jets. number one jersey in that green and white consistently Sunday after Sunday. I kid you not, I have been seeing him Sunday after Sunday going something different. So it's hard to hate on that, bro. It's hard to hate on that. He's bro. very, very good. He's really yes, good. It's some real talent. So yeah, but this has been this has been a very wasted on the Jets. <laughs> yes, blue Jets. I feel you, <laughs> but yeah, it's still. <laughs> It's still just crazy though seeing the season kind of unfold. Man, yeah, my absolutely. Giants not in it, you know. All right. 
Well, let's get out of sports topics for a little bit. We got a couple cool ones here. Uh, there's been some rumors. Jason Momoa in this new James Gunn-led DC universe might be playing Lobo. Uh... This is interesting because he's already playing Aquaman in the DC universe. AJ, can Jason Momoa play two characters in the same universe? Yes, but he's not gonna. And I'll tell you why. What they're gonna do, they're gonna do the Flash movie. The Flash movie is gonna reset everything at the end of it. And at the end of it, you're gonna see either superman or batman and it's going to be the new one for the new dcu because it's not the eu anymore it's just the dcu james gunn said and it's going to start the whole thing aquaman is not going to be jason momoa he's going to be some clean cut blonde guy i think like think alan richson probably and then Aquaman former and jason momoa is going to be angrily in on a space motorcycle with a bunch of tattoos and a chain and hook riding around in space. It's the comic book, guys. Like, literally, anything can happen. So, you know, we, we saw Captain America go back in time and marry his space wife, who had been dead years. So, <laughs> if it can happen like that, man, this can happen, all right? Uh, the Flash so will no think, longer... Man? Do you think people are going to get I'm confused? A, I like to I like to get out of the, the DC. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna like lie like I'm not a fan. Like I like it, but I'm Marvel over DC like all day every day. I'm sorry. No offense to the DC people in the in the chat, but um I don't know. I don't think I don't think Marvel roll like that. I don't think we You know what I'm saying? When you somebody, you somebody like Iron Man, we can't afford you no more. All right, we're finna bring that Iron Heart. All right, cool, whatever. Like, so like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Really I, I mean, Black Panther technically changed three times in two movies. Just saying. Not, not really though. But you get it. That's his sister though. You see what I'm saying? That's three, his sister. Three, three, three different. Now, now what about this? Oh, the king. He was still killed, Mark. We ain't gonna go into that. Don't don't. Chris don't Evans. My, nah. Don't, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, used Bucky to be the Barnes. Human Torch. Oh, there it, it is. to be the Human Torch. Same actor. Multiple Marvel characters. Multiple Marvel characters. Flip right. it around. Yeah. We've had three different Hulks. We had Eric Bana. We had we did. Um, we did. Eric, we did. or what? Norton. What's his name? First name? Edward Norton, yeah. Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. I was going to say and Graham and Norton, and I'm like, that's not right. Nope. That old man is not. He was narrow. <laughs> uh, it would be but great to see him as Marvel Hulk. or DC? What's, what's, y'all, what's y'all take on that? So, comic book-wise, I love DC. Uh, I think I'm really excited to see what James Gunn is doing. The guy who did all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, yeah. if you didn't know, Nick, is now in charge of all the DC movies. So yeah. that's why I'm saying there's going to be a huge change up. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens because like everybody loved Suicide Squad with Starro. People really yeah. loved that one. Did you see that second deal with... Uh... Like was it pacemaker, peacemaker, something like that? Yeah, that's the one yeah. that I'm talking about. He was he oh, was the guy who directed yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Oh yeah, so, that was dope. That was dope. That one was dope. That really was. It, that was see, dope. if everybody's response is that's dope, I feel like then now people are gonna look at DC a different way, where like people are starting to get tired of Marvel. They're like, ah, oh, they're just churning no, crap you, out. Don't say that, bro. Chill. Phase six would be crazy. Like we got a lot of. Is I'm, it not excited, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. Look, no, I'm not excited about the beginning of the year. Fantastic Four. Get out of here. 
Um, end of the year, I'm gonna be, you know, by this time next year, I'm gonna be, yeah, yeah. We, we, got, we got some good stuff coming. I seen two Avengers. I just like to see that one. Like, I love the, every Avengers one. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. every time. I just we're getting, we're getting, kid. we're getting the C list Avengers this time. We're getting the not so great Avengers, the not so mighty Avengers. We're getting the West Coast Avengers, is what we're getting. Ah, <laughs> I like that. The West Coast Avengers. Tell me I'm wrong, though. Like, so what's the what's this rumor about them going like young like kind of like the young justice did in dc universe now they're doing like the young what's that about yeah so 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 from what i understand is like with the um with with this ant-man movie and stuff that's the rumor is that they're going to be putting together a team of the uh the, the young avengers so it's going to be like um ant-man's daughter hawkeye's daughter um it's going to be iron heart so basically just like the uh the these younger teenage or like you know early right. 20s oh, okay. versions okay. of some of the characters that we know from the avengers uh, are I, we excited about i did i liked ironheart i thought she was really good uh i didn't really like that she was in the movie but i thought she was yeah. awesome okay um, okay so... we, we are the same we, we, i think we think similar like i wasn't I discussed that with like four different people, and I was not trying to poison nobody else's mindset, but I was just like, bro, I don't, I think Ironheart is great, like for her own whatever. But, and I know that was kind of like the prerequisite to her having her own series or whatever I heard about. But, that but was we just, were there for the Black was, Panther. We wanted like, we that. Movie, literally, right? I wanted to see Black Panther. I like how they coincided. She did have a little, I like that. That, that made sense. It was, it was fluid, it was parallel, but still, bro, like, we could have. Yeah, me and you are on the exact same page with this. Man. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep talking Marvel, man, because I got a I got a Marvel topic here for you. The okay. uh, Across the Spider Verse trailer dropped a couple days ago. Movie looks sick. I love the first Spider Verse movie. We got all these different Spider Men coming together. AJ. So, all the versions of Spider Man. Who's your favorite Spider Man? Mm, all the versions of Spider Man. Which one is my favorite? That's a good one. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, okay, as far as like nostalgia purposes, Tobey Maguire, but I rewatched them and they weren't great. Andrew Garfield was fun and I loved the fact that they didn't go with MJ. They saw the whole like Gwen Stacy route, which I love. I think Gwen Stacy as a whole is great. I think it was ruined at the fact that she didn't get to be Black, uh, Black Cat because like that's a great character. Love yeah. that. Uh, would love to see that in the MCU someday. But if I'm really being honest, it's gonna be the '90s animated, yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. Just because that was my childhood, man. Like yeah, I love that man. That show was awesome. It was. It was. It was definitely quality. Quality animation back then. Like I love the fact that they're going back and finishing the X Men '90s show, but I kind of want them to do that with the Spider Man one too. So. I I think that one wrapped up pretty. Like that one had like that big like three parter to end the series and stuff. That show. That show was super dope. Uh, mm-hmm. Slick. You have all the Spider Mans to choose from: the comic books, the movies, the cartoon shows, all that stuff. What's your favorite version of the character? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Miles, bro. I'm sorry. I like Miles. That was a, I think that was a very intricate time when, like, when he came out, I think, 
Because it came around a little bit like the beginning of COVID or either it happened first then COVID. So like it was just at a standstill. And I was like, man, I don't want to watch no TV. I'm not, but you kind of stuck at home. And I was like, yo, what's this? You know, Spider-Man? And I was like, he must be, you know, Venom or something. And I was like, oh, and, and it, just, it was, it was, it was like, it was, it was pivotal to me personally. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. But like, I just, I don't know. It's just like the swag. But if, if there was no mouse, you know, if there was no mouse, then I'm sorry, I'm going with like the first like peter parker like i'm going with my guy like he, he's just he i just like the it's like he witty but he don't know he witty i love that bro it's like he accidentally like you know he figured out a lot of stuff through like trial and error but i just like his like more so as the demeanor like the youngest one i was like you know cornball you know what i mean like i don't, I don't know like you know what i mean it was like i'm a cornball and i know i'm a cornball we okay with it the middle one um I just, I never really, I just, I was just always like busy or outside when he was, you know, when they came out with his, um, I think it was like two movies that he made or whatever, or maybe it was one. I don't, I didn't even get into him, but as a kid, I'm watching the, I call him Peter Parker. That is Peter Parker, the real Peter Parker. When I was a kid watching him and then going against Green Goblin, going against, um. So Tobey Maguire is your number Yeah, Tobey Maguire for sure. Uh, going against uh, Dr. Otto. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. He was just, it was, and when he found his swag, it was over. I'm sorry, it was over. So, like, yeah, I'm big on, like, just, like, having that swag and just that knowing about yourself. But I like it when it's innocent as well. You don't really know. You know, you don't know that you, the stuff, per se. And so, and then you just kind of walk into that. Yeah, so, like, and that's kind of what they did with Miles, and that's kind of what they did with, you know, whatchamacallit. But for sure, shout out to my childhood, Chris Zendaya. Yeah, shout out to Zendaya. She was hard in that one. She was hard in that. That's the one thing I can't say I appreciate about the uh, youngest one. What's his name? I didn't, I didn't even catch his name. Uh, Tom Hall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, they, they all were dope, though. But if you ask my fave, yeah, I'm sorry. I I loved Miles in um, Enter the Spider-Verse. Like, yeah. I, remember when, I remember when the trailer for that first dropped, and it was just a shot of Miles in the subway. He's yeah. got, like, the, the Alpha Industries bomber on. He's got the Chicago Ones. I was like, I was so hyped about that because I love Miles in the comics and stuff. I mean, I I have my original first ver, ver issue of Miles when he got introduced in the comics. Bro, I, I am, Sam, I've been on Sam. Miles since day one. I love him. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Miles. Yeah. But there was always Miles was like originally he was written by a white guy, and there was always mm -hmm. a bit that was a bit inauthentic to Miles the character, and just like. How, seeing him in the Chicago ones, that was just like, that's what the character yeah, is supposed yeah, to be. And I, I love the way that they got him in the, uh, they got him in the movie. But I think my favorite version of Spider Man is one of the comic books. It's called Spider Man Renew Your Vows. It's Spider Man in like his early thirties when he's got his daughter and stuff. Like they they got him back together with Mary Jane after they broke him up in the comics and stuff. And it's just like it's its own little universe of a comic man. But that's the Peter Parker that I love. It's just like. Because Peter Parker uh, never gets to grow up. I like seeing Peter Parker as an adult, married. He's got his shit together finally. That's yeah, my that's favorite tough. version that's of tough. Peter. That's tough. That's tough. That's I didn't tough. know we were bringing comics into it. All right. Going deeper. Now I know. He, right. he, he went a little, you know, he, 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 he knows. That's fine, though. He set us up. He set us up. He wanted us to go easy and like what yeah, everybody yeah, would talk that, about. He, he, and that's then why he like, exactly. He exactly. He couldn't wait. Yeah. Favorite Hulk, though. Let's go there. Like Favorite Hulk. Oh, favorite Hulk? Amadeus Chu. 
Oh yeah, Amadeus Cho. He, he, I don't actually don't really like him as the Hulk too much. I like him being his own thing. He doesn't need to be a Hulk. I really liked Edward Norton's version of the Hulk. That mm-hmm. movie's not that great, but I thought he was just really, really good as Bruce Banner. Like I, I liked him in that role. Yeah, the movie was shit though. Yeah, for sure. Was, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm so sorry. It was trash. But like, yeah, that was yeah. I think he did his thing for sure. Uh, at North, that's that's got to be my like favorite it. character. Like that's that's got to be my favorite. Incredible Hulk. Bro. I'm sorry. That's yeah. my favorite, all time favorite. But yeah, I would say I, I like I like the I'm I'm big on intelligence. I'm sorry. So the last this this what's the the last guy that's doing it? What's his name? Um, Tom Holland. Oh, man, no, bro. Um, oh. Um, uh, yeah, um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, the Professor Mark. Hulk. Professor yes, Hulk. I love Professor Hulk. I love it because you know we know it's like big dummy. You know, like Hulk, don't smash. Like Thor, Ragnarok. He like, bro, is there anything else that you can do other than smash at this point in time? Leave him alone, whatever. And it's just like you know, I and I just love the intelligence side. Like when See, he's helping out with Ant Man. Marvel like, had an know, opportunity. They had an opportunity to make the most epic Hulk ever with Planet Hulk and King Hulk, and they didn't do it. Instead, they made a funny buddy cop movie with Thor instead, and I'm very upset that we will never see a King Hulk. I, I, I kind of agree. So, so like, Hulk's, Hulk's your favorite character, like all-time sure. favorite character? All time. I'm sorry. When, you, when you're on the field wrecking dudes, you think of yourself as the Hulk? Ask AJ for a period all through FCF. Uh, my my profile picture changes into the Incredible Hulk. We beat the Beast, and I had just traded from his team first. You know, they, he picked us up. Whatever they said, we could never do it again. Me, DeAndre Francois, um, Andrew Jamil. They said we could never. Like, you got okay. You got so mad at me during that conversation. Bro, I did not like AJ in the, in the beginning. All I was saying was like, I was coming at it from a. From, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the I'm, scene I'm, I'm gonna break it down real quick. He was being. I still want you to set the scene up, but AJ was being very very logical, and I was being unrealistic. And of course, I you know you typically want what you want. You want to dominate. You want to. Uh, you just want to stick a fork through people. But I literally like after seeing and after for one he broke it down to me, and it, I realized like for one I was being personal. It had nothing. It's not about personal at all. And it's just like think of it from a fan perspective. You don't want the Avengers playing against it. Like, you want to have, like, it's not fun like that. You're just killing it. So, yeah, but go ahead, AJ. I'll let, I'll let him tell his side. Okay, so I, I was working FCF. I was working with Andrew Jamil on a, uh, like, background video thing where it matched up. It was, like, mic'd up, essentially. And uh, DeAndre came in and Slick came in, and they were all talking about it was preseason. Nothing was planned. Nothing was ahead of time. And they were all talking about how they're getting the Glacier Boys back together, how with the first-round pick, they're going to get DeAndre. Second-round pick, they're going to get Slick. And I was just, like, doing work. And then I was, like, kind of smirking. <laughs> and then they're like, what, AJ, what? And I'm like, that's never going to happen. And he, they're like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, they're not going to let you guys get back together. Like, first pick is going to be DeAndre. There's no way it's not. It's my team. I already know. Like there, it, unless one of us trades for the other, it's not gonna happen. I and I was like, and I've never seen a trade. This may be the first season of an FCF trade, but, but I've never seen a trade. 
I was right, but not the way we were talking about. So yeah, and then I broke it down. Slick uh, DeAndre was actually the very first one to be like, "Nah, he's right. This is not gonna happen. We got to stop that mentality." And then yeah. Slick was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." No, I still pushed right. against it. Remember, I was, I was, you I was, did I was, push I was against like, it. I was, like, but I was like, DeAndre, shut up, bro. Like you're not, you're not helping. Out. I'm like, bro, be quiet, bro. We got this. We've been, man, we're pushing for it. We you literally were like, don't say you're good, DeAndre. AJ's a no-no. I was bringing up all type of stuff. I kid you not, right? Because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was thinking, I'm like, bro, we, I was like, bro, we can enter the Spider-Verse. All we need is the cube. I was thinking of any possible way for I'm not lying. I'm like, it's got to be a way. We're going to go holler at Dr. Strange. We're going to manipulate the fan system. I was like, it has to be a way, bro, that we could get to the Glacierverse. I wanted it bad, and it's just, yeah, bro. Just oh, like, now you just gave a bunch of Glacier Boy fans something you should never give them, the Glacier Verse. The Glacier, uh, Glacier Verse? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a downfall. Man. All right, uh, so we have to pick a winner now. We got to pick a winner. Who's going to win MLB The Show 22? I think we only really have one choice. I yeah, think it's I, Kratos, I think, right? Yeah, I think it's Kratos. I like this topic. I think it's a pretty good topic. All right, what's what was it again? It was uh, extending the World Cup. Correct? Yeah, so so th- so going forward with the World Cup, uh, they're they're uh, adding like a lot more teams to the World Cup. Um, I, I don't remember the exact number, but it's going to be a much bigger tournament going forward, um, starting with uh, the the uh, the twenty twenty six World Cup in the United States, Mexico, Canada. It's all all being shared throughout there. AJ. Are you for or against the expansion of the World Cup? I'm against it. I'm really against it. Why? Because why do we need to extend the World Cup when the World Cup literally is already extended? If you want more World Cup, go watch the qualifying rounds. Guys, it's not that hard. Soccer is not like every other sport. It is pretty much year round. You want more World Cup? Go watch another team. It's not that difficult. (laughs) All we're doing now is just making a game that's already notoriously hard to qualify for and win even more difficult to win. I guess it's easier to qualify, but more difficult to win. Well, yeah, so so it's going to be moving from 32 teams, which it is now. It's going to be 48 teams going forward. I like the expansion. I is it like all it. group stage, or is it like the bracket it'll, is extended? It, I, I, I assume that'll be more into the group stages and then yeah i th- I, I still imagine i'll be around to 16. Um, right but is it round of 16 or is it around a 32. that's a great question i would i would assume that they just add more teams to the group stages and it's still round of 16. that would be my my assumption of it, it G- going from i i just that just that just makes me I, angry because that just I like adds it. more things to like one having to watch my country not qualify for the world cup uh last time around i'm excited because it means i won't the u.s will never miss another world cup i like that i'm pretty into that i but i also one but that lowers that like, what it means though when you qualify like italy not qualifying was such a big deal this year and it means so much more when you do qualify like i, I I want to see Italy in the tournament. They're a good team. Just because they lost to like North Macedonia, they don't get to be in the World Cup now, even though they just they just won the, the Europe. Like they're champions of Europe and they're not in the World Cup. Okay, but think of the North Macedonian team that just won and they're like, ha, ha, ha 
yes, we're the team that kept the great Italy out. I don't know why I gave them this weird accent, but I don't think that's what they my, sound like in Macedonia. That's what they sound like in Macedonia in my head. But that's 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 the thing. So, I like I like the idea, like especially when like, well, you see this run that Morocco just went on. Morocco was the team that people didn't think was going to make it out of the group stage, and they made it to the semifinal. I think that, I think this gives us. It. But no, I think this gives us more opportunities to see these smaller teams make great runs. I don't know. I disagree. I think what this is going to do is allow the bigger teams that usually are, you know, massive powerhouses, the Germanys, the Spains, the Italys, more opportunities to knock the little guys out. I think if you watch the qualifying rounds, the the way this the World Cup is determined, I think that 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 is enough it's gone so, like I, the changing of these rules ha- like halfway through i think it's it's wild and random like to me to see this world cup this year have people do five substitutions i'm like what for the first time in my life i felt like an old man going that's not that's not right in my day there was only three substitutions and you could only do three players and maybe if you're lucky they'll allow you a fourth one but not that's not what happens now Slick is like, I'm tired of soccer. I'm not here to talk about soccer. soccer. He's not here to talk about soccer. He showed up right after all the soccer talk got done, and he leaves as soon as it gets back up. Don't blame him. He plays a different kind of football. That's all good. Um, All right, but I think that's going to wrap it up for our show this week, AJ. Yeah, that's it for us, guys. Uh, Kratos, thank you for winning. Go put a ticket into the Discord. And Ruthless Cutie will help you. If she doesn't, uh, you can DM me or Jose, and we will get you situated. All right. And so I th- I believe uh, this is going to be our last show of this year. We're going to be back in January with Info Arcade. He's taking a little break as well for the holidays. Um, but remember, don't cause a ruckus. Live on Twitch.tv slash Fan Control Sports every Wednesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Also, Check it out on the YouTube, youtube.com slash fancontrolledsports. You can get the VOD there. You can listen to it on podcast services over on the uh, Fan Controlled Sports feed. Check it out there. Tell people about the show. Tell people about the show. It's more fun. We get more people in chat. It's a lot more fun. Uh, if you've got any ideas for topics you want to hear me and AJ yell about, you, you just saw it right here. You dropped a topic on us, and we just started yelling at each other. If you want to do that more often, you can tweet at me at Jose Ruckus. You can tweet at AJ at King Ka on Twitter. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about, and we'll give it a. We'll just yell about it because that's what we like to do. Um, yeah. Thank you, Sony. Thank yeah. you for the sponsor. Thank you so much, PlayStation. Our we appreciate PlayStation. It. I love PlayStation. Yeah. All right, everybody, have a good holidays. We'll talk to you next year. We'll be back with more. Don't cause a ruckus. But until next time, and until next year, keep the ruckus to a minimum. This has been a presentation of the Fan-Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Comment, rate, and subscribe to this feed for all of your favorite fan-controlled shows. If you'd like to create a podcast or live stream a show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.